Good morning. Good morning. I'm Tim Bardick, and I'm here in my role as a member of the Sunday Services Committee. Welcome to People's Church, and a special welcome if you're here for the first time or one of the first times, and if so, we especially hope you will stay around after the service so that we can all get to know one another better. There happens to be a potluck lunch after the service today, but from past experience, it is virtually a certainty that there will be enough food for all if you didn't happen to bring anything. As a reminder, today's service is an intergenerational service, but please be aware that the nursery and preschool classrooms are open and available if some of the younger children need a place to move around more. People's Church is a member congregation of the Unitarian Universalist Association and is part of a tradition of liberal religion. Liberal religion means many things. One thing it means is that what is really important in life is not what we can buy with money, but what is in our own hearts and minds and character. And in particular, what is really important is how we live out our lives in right relations with our fellow human beings with whom we share this world. As we begin this church year, may we begin it with a renewed spirit of commitment to live in right relations with our own souls, with our church community, and with the broader community in Kalamazoo and in the world. Let us discover joy in, in treating others, including, including those who start out as strangers, as our neighbors. Now, at the risk of a short moment of chaos, I invite you to spend a brief moment introducing yourself to your neighbors around you. Of religious education, 
time of slowness and then of furious preparation for the beginning of the church year. We have supported one another through heartbreak and hospitalization, joy, and jubilation. So today we gather together to mark the beginning of our program here together. And today we bring water. We bring peace and joy, love and pain, tears and strength. We know that this community is large-hearted enough to hold all of it. We bring water as a symbol of unity and community, even as we know that water in the form of hurricanes and floods has devastated and destroyed so much. As Hurricane Irma devastates Florida at this very moment. And we are large-hearted enough to hold all of that. So come, let us gather at the well that is this community and drink our fill. And let us pour it out beyond these walls to a world that is thirsty for love, thirsty for joy, and thirsty for peace. So come, let us gather together. Come, let us worship together. And now let us sing. It's in number 188 in your symbols. We're going to say it through twice. Second time through, are there any mountains or bases in the congregation? There's a part that goes, and I'll lead it into it. It goes, Oh, you've broken your vows a thousand times. I'll cue you when it happens. <laughs> Sunday. 
This is an easy task and a great way to meet people at church. Please sign up on the flipboards on the kiosk in the foyer or contact Nadine Godin-Asani if you are willing to help. Is Nadine here to stand up and wave? There she is. She's super friendly. All friends and members are welcome. Finally, uh, Tim mentioned our potluck. I hope to see you there. And also, please, we would appreciate your help changing over the comments when service is done and getting all of the tables set up. Thank you. Rise as you are willing and able and join us in singing I've Got Peace Like a River. shimmering water 
the miles of empty and sparkling blue. For a few hours, the sail fills on towards infinity. Shadows of our delicate bodies ebb and flow across the deck of our delicate boat. What if the beautiful days, the good and pacific temperate moments, weren't just lovely, but everything? What if I could let it fall away in the wake, that ache to extract meaning from vastness? Let this suffice. The ease of thinking it all goes on, whether we're here to see it or not. The splashing waves, the sun-tipped gulls arcing across the radiant world. At the first water ritual in the Unitarian Universalist tradition, women from across North America gathered for a conference, the conference that in part shaped the principles and purposes of our faith, some of which are hanging on the wall right there. They shared water from home. They shared their hopes and dreams for the community they created by gathering together. And they shared that what they they shared what they brought to the gathering that would allow those hopes and dreams to be made real. Today, a generation later, we carry on this tradition as do our Unitarian Universalist brothers and sisters and cousins across the country and around the world, many this very morning. We bring water from home and water from travel, but more importantly, we bring ourselves and the fullness of our experiences to this community. So today we are gathering our water in a different way than we have in the past year. Today our service is following the verses of Peace Like a River, which we just sang, which I saw that some of you know the motions from summer camp or somewhere, and I encourage you to do those as loudly and bigly as you want to be using. Bigly. So I invite you to think about the water that you brought today. Is it peaceful or joyful, loving? Is it the water of pain or tears? Is it water of strength? Maybe it doesn't quite fit any of those categories or fits three of them. I invite you to pick the best fit. And if you forgot to bring water because it's sitting on your counter at home or in your car, or you just didn't know that this is something that we do and this is your first time, with us, you are still invited to participate. We have a, a cup of water that you can pour into our common bowl, too. So, if you wish to participate, as you pour your water into our shared bowl, you are invited to speak one sentence about your water. And I invite you to share about the emotional meaning or the spiritual yearning that it represents that this summer has brought to your life. Share about a good time or a hard time, rather than the specific place the water is from. This way of sharing will allow us to support one another and celebrate with one another better. 
It also makes a better ritual. This ritual, when it becomes just a list of places, loses a lot of its meaning. It can highlight some of our divisions and differences in ways we don't want. And when we name the sometimes distant origins of our water, we can leave those who don't have the physical or financial ability to travel feeling outside of our circle of love and care. And no one is outside of our circle of love and care. So let us share what our water means. And now let us begin our ritual. If you have peaceful water to join in our common bowl, now is the time to come up the side aisles, form two lines facing our table, take your turn to speak, and head back to your seat through the center aisle. If it is hard for you to move in this space, you can either ask someone seated near you to carry up water for you at the time you like, or you can have them come up, carry the water, and say, oh, I'm here representing someone. And we can bring the microphone to where someone is seated in their seat. So let us begin. Let us join our peaceful waters. collective bowl of gratitude for its portability and for the fact that on this day it is under my control and not damaging my home. I'd like to add my peaceful water from a place where I am at peace. This is to represent visiting family and going to new places. This is peaceful water uh, representing uh, family togetherness and um, cohesion. Peaceful and cold water that represents everything we did this summer. 
A family brings water to represent the strong connections and love between us as a family and that we offer to extended family oneness. Yeah, you and I, we went camping last weekend and threw a lot of rocks in the water. This water represents accepting difficult challenges. My daughter is back studying locally, and this water represents her birth. She was born from water, and she brings me great peace. This is hard. Um, we bring the water from across the continent of UK, but it's our pleasure to join you all here at this church, my husband and I, by mixing our waters. Catherine Neeson, this is joy water because my daughter came to visit this summer.
have engaged in deep rest, reflection, and meditation. Welcome back. We know you have taken time to tend to your grief and to take care of yourself. Welcome back. You have learned, grown, and challenged yourself. Welcome back. You have returned to your work here with new ideas, new energy, and new inspiration. Welcome back. We hope that your new spiritual practices and self-care routines serve you as you return to the day-to-day busyness of this place, and we hope you show us with your words and your actions how to have better balance in our lives. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are so glad you are here. for this warm and generous welcome back. Um, I'm very grateful for to have had a break, and I too hope that I can bring forth uh, much of what I learned to share with you all um, now that I have returned. Oh, can I have all the kids come up and let's uh, have a story? I have a great story I want to share with you. And this could be kids of all ages. Um, even big kids could come up if they wanted to. to her mom. 
to try to give her this drink of water. But along the way, she noticed a little dog coming towards her. And his tongue was hanging out, and he was so thirsty he could barely walk. And so she said, well, I think if I give this little dog just a little bit of my water, there'll still be enough for my mom. So she poured some in her hand, and the little dog lapped it right up and said, oh, suddenly the, the dog who was so lethargic became all frisky and seemed to say, thank you, little girl, I needed that drink. And he frolicked away. And as she finally made her way, at, at that point, the dipper, I don't think she realized it, but it changed from tin to silver, and it filled back up. And as she got to her house and went up to her mom's room, there was a servant there who had been taking care of her. And it was an older lady, and she was so thirsty that she couldn't even talk. And her mother said, oh, you've returned and you've found water. Please give some to our servant. She is so thirsty, she needs it more than I. And so the little girl took the cup and put it up to the servant's lips, and she drank a few swallows and said, Oh, I feel so much better. Let me help you sit up so you can have some, she said to the mom. And right then, the dipper changed from silver to gold, and it filled back up. And the mom drank and drank, and she said, Oh, this is so good. This is just what I needed. And when she handed the cup back to the little girl, the little girl who had been traveling all day in this heat and was so thirsty, just was ready to take a little sip when there was a knock on the door. And when the servant opened the door, there was a gentleman there who had been traveling for a long time. And he said, I am so thirsty. Does anyone here have some water? And the little girl said, yes. I, I have some, and it looks like you need it more than I do. So she handed him the cup, and as he drank the last few drops, I don't know if anyone noticed, but the cup changed from gold to diamond. And he poured the last drop on the floor, and as it sank into the dirt of the floor, a fountain bubbled up. And everyone in the house was like, whoa! Check it out, a phone just bubbled up on our floor. And everyone had enough to drink. There was enough for everyone in the land. And at that point, they went to look for the stranger. And he had disappeared. And as they looked, they could just see what they thought was a glimpse of him. As he vanished into the sky. And there in the sky, clear and high, shown the diamond dipper. It shines up there yet, and it reminds people of the little girl who was so kind and unselfish. And today, we call it the Big Dipper. Have you guys ever seen the Big Dipper up in the sky? No? You might want to look. The Big Dipper, the ice cream place in Sheboygan. <laughs> <laughs> there are other types of dippers as well, and the big dippers up in the sky. <laughs> so, I want to tell—I want you to tell me what you know about generosity. What do you know about generosity? That little girl was very thirsty. Do you think you would have shared your water with 
others when you are so thirsty? Yes? No? You might get them some. What can you tell me what you know about generosity? Somebody has to know something about generosity. None of you know anything about generosity? <laughs> tell me what you know. What do you know about generosity? It's caring for others. It's sharing what you have, the gifts of what you have. That's exactly right. So I, it is because of the generosity of this congregation that I was granted a sabbatical last year. So the last time I was up here telling a story was at Christmas time. I have missed you guys since then, but I was so grateful for that gift. And during that, when I left, I was feeling so tired and so drained and so overwhelmed and exhausted. And while I was gone, I was able to fill up and feel some spaciousness and feel rested and have some loving kindness in my heart. And my hope is now that I'm back, that it can act like that magic dipper. And as much as I can give out, it can fill back up again. And I can share all of that loving kindness and all of that spaciousness and all of that calm, centered feeling with all of you now that I'm back. That is my hope. And I hope that each of you will, when you have a chance to be generous or kind, will be able to do that too. Do you know that there, can you think of a time in maybe your school day or among your family when it would be good to be kind to someone or to share with someone? You already know when. You can think of some of the times. Because you started school. So I want you to take those opportunities and be like that little girl and have a big, generous heart and give and share as much as you can. Yep, you can help clean up after other people too. That's a great way to do that. So I want to say thank you for giving me a break. And I'm really glad to be back. And may we all have kind and generous hearts. Now today, we're not actually going to our classes because we're staying in, so we can go back to our seats. Thank you. If you have joyful water, to share, I invite you to come do that now. This water is just from my home, and I was very joyful the last several months while I was painting all those things, and um, it, it filled my heart. Under the new lighting, it certainly lights up my soul. And of course, I forgot my water, so I will use this. This is joyful water because I have come back to Black Festival Chorus.
which is my other family. They have saved my life literally and figuratively. This water represents the joy of my family being together over the summer and a family visit. Davis, this is a joyful water from our new granddaughter, Margo. I'm Marty Peter Sparling with Tim Sparling. This is water from our rain barrel, representing the joy of growing a garden and picking our own tomatoes and zucchini and green beans, and also water from last night where we had the joy of listening to some music. I'm Christine Han, and I'm going to pour some water here to represent the joy of swimming as many places as possible this summer, and the fun of feeling the cold water and sometimes warm water, just all around. <laughs> I'm David Craig. It's the water I bring that brings me joy. It's from a beach on Lake Michigan where I get to bring my dog, Babe. My water represents Dad's joy at Hillary's graduating from the University of Oregon. I'm Hank Guild, and my joyous water represents being able to reunite with my grandmother after 12 years. And I'm under Hoff, and my joy is from um, Branson, the um, athletic complex, um, where I was doing um, Pita Yanoti um, pretty much for the last couple months. And um, I'm finally done with that. And um, I'm pretty much all healed up. Um, still got some pain, but that's okay. Tim Bartlett with my wife, Deb Wickman, and this water represents uh, being at lakes with family and friends. I'm Julie Schneeberger. This water represents the joy I feel of being part of People's Church and the joy that it was to visit with my sister-in-law out in Colorado this summer. I'm Diane Melvin, and this water represents the joy of becoming a grandmother this summer. Teresa Clad and Jeffrey Clad. This is um, joy for travel, being in the rocks, playing in the water, being with family and friends. Uh, Lucy Cutler, and this joy water is from my first apartment. <laughs> Nadine Gomez-Amy, and this water is a joy to have my son Alice back in town for a summer. Sue Cutler and Joyce Burke, we're here. Uh, this water represents the joy for independence and being able to walk and do different things. <laughs> I'm Dolores Strong, and I'm here with Aaron and Brandon and Jeff, and this water This water represents the, the joy of the gift of having my children around this summer, 
to remind me that amidst all of the despair and everything else that's going on in the world, there is wonder and there is joy and there's reason to celebrate. Pat Nelson and I just want to share my joy. I have my partner and best friend back home in Ireland. Shoshana's here, and I have water from when I got my cat. I'm River Arsene, for um, This is water for Jersey Rosa Grants to represent joy that she found at the Pigeon River. And this is um, water to represent the waters of birth the joy that we men and women will find in the appearance and the joy that I'm That's not a battery. That's not a It's a dead mic. Rick Johnson, and this water uh, is for the joy that an African friend of mine is having right now. After many years, he's returned to the village where he was born, and he's in heaven. I'm Andy Robinson. This is water from the Great Lakes to represent the joy we have to visit my home, Dick Dipper and And also to uh, represent the joy we feel in finding, finding a church home that would be fits us. I'm Mr. Huskers, and I have water uh, from our new cabin up north, our empty nest project, and our tower chases. Mm-hmm. And I have water that represents the joy of taking swimming lessons with a very enthusiastic couple.
I'm Sally Babbitt, and I am sharing water of love for my family in Michigan and Nebraska. Hi, we are Steve and Connie Ferguson, and we are sharing waters of love for the wonderful times with family and friends over the summer. We are Megan Reynolds and Sarah Hill and Rosie Hill. Georgia Hill, Egan Hughes, and Nolan Hughes. Um, and we've had a lot going on this summer, and peace has often been absent, but love has not. <laughs> I'm Amy Meyer. Um, I'm sharing love water for being in Michigan and being part of people's my family, friends, just feel full of love. I'm Shannon Rennett, Jerry Lacing, and we're sharing love waters because we uh, finally got married. Oh. <laughs> I'm Ellen Webb, and I'm sharing uh, water, and thanks for my wife's loving support for me on my 60th birthday. She put together a huge party, my, brought my daughter from Texas as a surprise, and it was held on the shore of Lake Michigan, so it was really full of water and love. <laughs> I'm Jenny Hensley, and although our family exhausted ourselves this summer, our love was tireless. <laughs> Jessica Garner, uh, Madison and Gabriel, and our water represents uh, love of a lot of times about my family this summer. I'm Don Miller, and I have water that Ben and Wendy had with them present while they watched the eclipse together. So I have uh, loving water for my family. I'm Barbara McCray, and this is imaginary water from wherever. <laughs> but uh, it's loving water for the help we received from various folks in the church when we just moved from our home of 58 years to a condo. Uh, for all of you youngins out there, never lived in the same place 58 years. <laughs> but I want to thank the church as a whole and all the people that helped us break and struck and such. And you all know the, the details. <laughs> It was, it was marvelous, and I think it saved my sanity. Thank you. You all are a generous people. And the way you offer love into the world takes many forms. Last spring, I told you a story about the loving waters of a shower, that this church was able to offer some showers to some homeless, transgender teenagers who were looking for work. And having that shower to show up before the job interview made a big difference. I learned this summer that those young people got their jobs 
got housing, are on their way to their GEDs, and are making quite making a life for themselves that they want. And we can't take a lot of credit, but we can take a little bit of credit for that. So thank you for being a community that has open doors for all kinds of people, who had the vision to build showers when you did the new construction, and a community that when the call comes, I don't have to worry about if I can say yes or not. And that is not true in every community. So continue to be the generous people that you are. Our offering will now be received.
thanks for all that sustains us. From the countless gifts we each have been given, gifts of life and love and sustenance, we bring these small portions to share the works of love which none of us can accomplish alone.
I was brought up with four, four of us together, and there were only three of us smart. Also, there's pain in getting older and losing family and friends. A very good friend died a week ago, and a cousin, first cousin died last week. It's pain, but it's also a strength. And the water represents the strength of getting older. I'm Matt Johnson, this is Bella Johnson. And uh, we have some pain. Um, lost a former student to a car accident recently. And uh, our uh, entire district is really hurt. I'm Bob Swicker, and my uh, one-week family reunion turned into a month in the hospital, and I basically don't remember much of them. I'm in love with Ann, but I I just was struck how water is at the center of the climate change crisis. My, my family in Oregon is uh, dealing with uh, terrible uh, air pollution caused by all the wildfires. And my, my daughter in Texas just escaped the flooding and her lost, they lost power. Her, her roommate was at, at, by ease in such a terrible way because of the flooding that she had to go to the hospital. And my wife's family right now is in the path of the hurricane in Florida. Uh, her brother and sister have escaped to, uh, to the north, but her, her mother would not leave their home, even though it's in a high uh, likelihood area for drought in, 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 in near Tampa. And so my, my wife is very concerned about what's happening to that. So um, this, uh, this water is tied its presence and its absence is tied to the pain of changing in, in our world. Gulf, 
hoping it would never fully command the sea. When the water rushed in, it did not ask our political agenda. It did not care about our sexual orientation. It did not force us to say what we did and did not worship. It built itself into an altar, and it leveled us to our knees just the same. The stream knows how to equalize. The current knows how to wash out an entire culture. We held on through three nights of wrath. Our trees catapulted against our ropes. The ground fading further away. Our fences gnarled in fury. Our cars subjugated to water. When Neptune raised his strident in our direction, we held our breath like a sinking ship. In Houston, where the grief of loss and the weight of surviving bear the same burden, we have decided we will not be a lost city. Over 3,000 of us like a bleeding lone star branded ourselves at the George Brown Convention Center with hands outstretched to help thousands more tethering themselves to provide local aid. Today, Houston is not destitute. It is a hope-brimming brimming pan. It is a rodeo and riptide waiting to rearrange, reemerge. If we have learned anything, it is how the current can bend us back to human. How a miracle can manifest as canned goods and a smile. How we can water the graves of those lost without drowning the sorrow. And it is a heavy thing, but it is not unbearable. The rivers can take our streets, but never wash off our Texan pride. The river can take our roads, but never have our bigger than normal hope. The river, the waters can flatten us down into a puddle of tears, but even that means we can still feel, so we haven't lost everything. We have it all to gain again. If you have tearful waters to share today, I invite you to come forward and do that now. Hey, Walker. Um, this is water from my new home. Uh, the first time without John. And last year, on this day, we celebrated our 50th And I will put in water uh, representing tears of fear and concern for family members of ours that are in Fort Myers, Florida, and deciding to stay in the uh, mandatory evacuation area, uh, concerns for their life. Good morning, I'm Jim, I'm a visitor. I just moved up a couple of months ago from 
Fort Myers, Florida. I have friends, and thank goodness for Facebook, that are now okay. They've lost their power within the last hour and a half. And this is really not, there's some tears, but it's concern. And I just hope they're okay. My name is Michael. Um, my water comes from the tears that I shed uh, when I carried my uncle to his grave three weeks ago.
up at the front of the uh, waterfalls, the lower Tacoma Falls, as I stood underneath them, took the brunt of the falls as my kids were in, and my wife was able to get underneath them and throw it. Very slow fire. Um, I have strong views, strong opinions, strong willpower, strong will, and I think I need to learn how to bend a little.
closing this part of our service with a prayer adapted from Emily Joy Reynolds. Today and all days, may we send our love and care to those in the midst of raging storms, to those horrified by rising flames, to those still waiting in waters too high, to those trying to steady their feet as the ground shakes, to those looking upon the wreckage of their homes and neighborhoods, to those sifting through the rubble in search of the lost, to the lost, to the found clutching their miracle hearts, to those first responders dignified and traumatized, to those shaping policies that will impact the impacted, to the powerless, to the powerful, to those in between, in, around, an inescapable shared future among us. May unnecessary suffering be eliminated. May unavoidable suffering be surrounded by healing care. May the earth body be given the attention she deserves. May we marshal all our resources in the right ways. In your many names, Holy One, we ask it.
blessing the boats. May the tide that is entering even now the lip of our understanding carry you out beyond the face of fear. May you kiss the wind, then turn from it, certain it will love your back. May you open your eyes to water, water waving forever, and may you in your innocence sail through this to that. Let us sing ourselves out. May we go in peace and go in love.